I know we're just barely touching October, but Black Friday, the shopping holiday, is in the news. Okay, is it in the news because we're like not doing Black Friday anymore or cuz I feel like last year was kind of like it didn't happen, right? Like the news was it well, wasn't a big deal. It didn't happen I think because people were so you know COVID weirded out with good reason. Like right. that was right in the middle of all the excitement. So I don't think there's a lot of in-person but there was online shopping. I think when I say Black Friday, I'm not referring to the mad rush to the malls. I'm just referring to the post Thanksgiving shopping. So it's Black Friday, it's Cyber Monday, it's all of the the big sales that come yeah. with those two holidays. Uh, according to some reports, well, no, that's a lie. Not according to some reports. According to Amazon, them, they are starting Black Friday deals this week. What? Yeah. The reason that they're giving is because. Oh, the ship. The shipping and the supply, supply train. Mm -hmm. Supply train issues. Um, supply chain. What did I say? Supply train. Yeah. That's boop, what boop. that's what we need to do is build a train from China to the United States. Oh my gosh. Why did no one think of that before? Jeff Dollar, you just solved a global problem. Um, so if you are looking for for uh deals, they said deep discounts across every category, including fashion, home goods, toys, and electronics, will be available on a special webpage on Amazon.com. In addition, Brands that don't generally do big markdowns like KitchenAid, Hasbro, and Apple will be added to that page on select days in October and November. You know, I got to say, I would be in favor of Black Friday being in October every year. And let me tell you why. Because I feel like there's mass chaos in my life between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yes. Because I'm like, well, did I forget someone? Do I need to get someone a gift? That person got me a gift, but I didn't get them a gift. Did I cover everybody? What are we doing? What are we eating? What are we, you know, where yes. are we going? All this stuff. And I feel like if I can get all of my shopping done in October, this might actually be a challenge for me. I would be less stressed and be more, be able to more enjoy or to be able to enjoy uh, Thanksgiving to Christmas more without all the stress. I think um, companies that do holiday cards, like Minted, you know, and mm -hmm. and um, even Hallmark and stuff, y'all should be promoting holiday cards right now with the message, take the stress out of your life in November and December. Because I, for me, holiday cards, always a source of stress. Did we order them on time? Are we going to get them out on time? How slow is the post office going to be this year? You know what's going to be our biggest problem with holiday cards this year? How are we going to pick our favorite picture of Ellie? I know. Because we only have 20,000 to choose from. I know. So it's going to be really hard. And <laughs> But I, uh, I do think feel like we can't pick a card now because she's going to look totally different in three months by the end of the year. Yeah, but we could pick like a throwback because, or we could do like a series of pictures. If we do a photo from when she's three months old, people are going to be like, um, you might want to have your baby checked out.
The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the view out of the studio windows because we live on a street where there's a lot of activity and there's always something to watch. Like before we were recording, I was watching someone attempt to parallel park. Which is Jeff's like favorite pastime because Jeff used to live in Philly where they basically, well, I I say basically because to me it sounds like it's not real. Jeff assures me that in the Northeast, when you parallel park, you hit people's cars. You bump, not like hit or swipe, but you tap. You don't do it like, it's not something that you have to do. It's not like you're tapping it for luck, but it's just not an unheard of thing to back up so far that you touch the car behind you and then you pull up if this if the spot's tight. Like I I wouldn't get mad at someone if I saw them do that to my car, but I feel like in Georgia or in a in a non-big city where parallel, parallel parking isn't so necessary, um I think people would be like, well, you in my car, but it's just a thing. You tap, Well, tap. and I guess it's like in the Northeast, every little, little part counts. So Jeff loves to watch people parallel park because he prides himself on being able to squeeze into a parallel uh, parking spot, Northeastern style. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for notepads. You shared an article with me the other day that was so great, I saved it in my inbox so I could read it over and over again. Oh, okay. And I do send you things from time to time, so I'm not sure which one. It was about the article, the headline was like about forced entrepreneurship and it had three sections. I don't even remember the last section. The first section was about, um, you do, and basically the th- the theme of the article was you don't have to fit into the box that people try to put entrepreneurs in so you know if you read articles or or visit instagram pages or or whatever watch shark tank people are like i invented this thing and i'm so passionate about it i refinanced my house to get these made you know to have the prototype mm. made and the article was basically saying, yeah, that's great if you feel that passion, but sometimes, especially now in this world, you're going to be forced into, you might be forced into doing a job, owning a business, running a business that you might be really good at, but you don't love, but it makes a great income for you and your family. Mm-hmm. So you do it. So don't, it was it was basically saying you don't have to conform to the recipe that gets put out there. Okay. The second part of the article was about uh, the headline said, it pays to act like an owner. But the part that spoke to me was the author lives with anxiety and changed what he or she wrote, changed my perspective on being an anxious person who runs their own business. Okay. Um, So I'm gonna read exactly what, what they wrote. Said, I've always been an anxious person. It took me years to realize that my anxiety would never go away, that it was part of me and that could 
that it could actually be my superpower because I naturally wake up at 6 a.m. and I begin my day like a bat out of hell. I can start being productive in those quiet hours before my colleagues come online. I can harness my anxiety to imagine everything that could possibly go wrong. And then I can create guardrails to make sure this does not happen. And they go on to explain that because of their anxiety, they have to create order and structure and they schedule out their entire days mm -hmm. because it gives them the comfort of knowing that they put thought into what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and all of those things give the author an advantage over other entrepreneurs. And I'm like, what a great, what a there's your upside. Yes. That's such an upside. Think of, of anxiety as a turn it into a superpower because I've never, I do that. I imagine everything that could possibly go wrong. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I was such a good creator on the radio for so long producer when I, when I was a creative guy on different radio shows, because we would have a nugget of an idea and it would be, it would be this and we want to do A, B and C. And so much of what we created was dependent on listener interaction. Right. right? So I, Never realized this, but I'll bet my anxiety contributed. I now I know it. My anxiety contributed to thinking about every possible way that listeners could respond to what we're doing and how we could overcome that. And I do it with this show too. Mm -hmm. Um, well, you're thinking three steps ahead and seeing, having total vision, like having um, peripheral vision about everything that you do. And I think it's kind of similar to, we've talked about this, I think on the show a couple of times is, you know, I have ADHD. I think that people with ADHD have superpowers and that there are things that are really frustrating for us that other people don't understand, but there are also really great things. Like we're really creative and we have really this is ironic for me to say, but I do have really good systems in my own head because I have to make up for not being able to remember things. So it's kind of like taking something that people would perceive as a weakness and making it into something that's powerful and useful. Yeah. And I want to go back to the very first thing you said, because I, I'm not like, I, I think it's a compliment that you said that I think three steps ahead, mm -hmm. but I don't, that's not what I do. It would be great if that's all I did. But I think when you, the superpower that you have, when you have anxiety is you think of everything that could go wrong. That's what I meant though. I didn't okay. necessarily think because like, I meant like what problems could go wrong three steps, like once you get two more steps down the road. And I never think of what happens if it all goes right. Which yeah. I think is that I think that's the superpower. Mm -hmm. So if you are like me and that's the way your brain works, just like Callie did with her ADHD, reframe that to be something like to be an amazing gift because it, it it's I it sounds weird to say, but my like it's almost. It's just in my brain that if you present something to me, 
I'll think of every way it could go wrong mm -hmm. immediately. It's just a thing. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a great, that's an, that's an anxiety thing. That's fantastic. It's an asset. Yes. So I just thought that was a really, really powerful perspective in a really great way to think about something that we've talked about even so much on this show as being a detriment. Mm -hmm. So every, anything that could be a negative also could be a positive. That's the upside. There you go. I We were on a conference call. Jeff and I were. What was it? I think it was last week. I don't know. My time runs together still. But I noticed something, Jeff, that I don't even think that you realized you were doing that I would like to flip your brain on, try and flip your brain on. Because what I noticed is we Whoa, were- Whoa, another brain flip, two brain flips in the same show. Well, and back to back. So you were saying we were on a call with people that don't know what we do for a living. Like they know that we work in podcasting, but they wanted to know more about our business. And I caught you a couple of times saying, well, what we're going to do and what we're going to do. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to tell him that he's doing that because we're not going to do anything. We are doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And it's, it was funny that you said that because you're normally not that person on calls. Like you're like, you speak in the affirmative and you're, you know, things like. Because even though it hasn't happened yet, we're still taking the steps to get there. So we shouldn't be saying we're going to achieve these no, goals. No, we're doing things we're, right now. Yeah. Like you were saying, here is what. Because that, that leaves the possibility that the goal might not happen. Yeah, but if, the, the point way I is, was saying it, yeah. Yeah, the point is it already is happening. Right. Like you were talking about demographics and well, this is what we're going to be going after. No, this is the demographic of all of our shows across the board. You know, things are happening. And I do that so often. I do it at work and I hate it. It's again, a little bit of the imposter syndrome, but also that feeling like where we get into our head and we're like, there's like this voice that's like, you're still an intern. You yeah. aren't qualified to talk about this, but you are. You are. So I wanted to put that in your head. So next time you could remember that you are qualified to say that you can say it with you know, in the positive and you don't have to say, here's what we're going to do. Cause that do you, takes, that takes all the hard work out of the past two years. Do you know why I, I, because I normally am better about that. I think there's a subconscious reason why I did that. And I think that reason was, um, it was a sales call and the people on the call, one of them she clearly didn't have a full understanding of what she was selling. Maybe she was new or something. Mm -hmm. And we asked some really good questions that she struggled on. And I think maybe part of me felt a little bad. So you were like dumbing yourself down? Maybe. Kind of. Because I've done that before. Dumb yourself down on conference calls? I've done it. I do it a lot, actually. Why? I don't know. I Are you afraid that you think you're going to look like fully yourself or something? Yeah. I, I intentionally mispronounce words or pretend I don't. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Yep. That Why sounds, would you do that? That sounds so arrogant and that sounds so, I've, I've, this has come up in therapy years ago. I 
will mispronounce words or pretend not to know things or I don't know. I don't understand. What did your therapist have to say about this? Like, why do you do that? Um, I, because I have such, I hate this conversation because it makes me say it's, it, I, I struggle so hard with making other people feel uncomfortable. Oh, so you want to make them feel comfortable by making yourself look dumb. I don't make myself look dumb. I will bring myself to someone else's level in order to. So if, for example, and I remember when this came up in therapy because my therapist was shocked. But if I hear somebody mispronounce a word or a name in a conversation. You mispronounce it the same way. I'll intentional. I'll find a way to work the same thing into the conversation later on and mispronounce it. So it's not that you think you're better. It's like a solidarity thing. Yeah. Weird. I know. That is so weird. I didn't know that about you. Yep. Huh. Yep. Um, when- that is so odd to me. I cannot believe. I feel like I'm sitting across from a stranger right now. I'm like, who is this guy? Because the guy that I know is so confident. Yep. And remember, like in your old life, did not give a flying whatever about what anybody thought. So I'm surprised. That's that- not, that's, I don't think that's true. I have, uh, what other people think consumes me. You know that to the point of almost being crippling sometimes. Hmm. Like the whole radio, if you're talking about when I was on the bird show, like that was an act. Like that was me playing a role, which felt great. You know, it's funny in my head, our roles are that you were really salty and then you met me and then I made you sweet. <laughs> oh, I, I was definitely saltier. Uh-huh. Like I, but I always was concerned. I, yeah. You've I was, always been concerned with making others feel I've always, I see that it's even more selfish than that. I think it's a concern. I think it's a selfish concern to make myself feel accepted. Like it's an, I think, hmm. yeah. Who knew? All yeah. right. Yep. All right. The, uh, this past weekend, we go over to the little park that, that's near our house, meet some friends, including Callie's friend, Chrissy. And Chrissy did something. I don't even know if you noticed it. But when she did it, like 10 different thoughts all ran. This kind of ties in. Look at everything's kind of tying in together. Okay. Subject into subject into subject. How convenient is that? Um, Ellie was, I don't know what she was doing. She was playing like whatever. She was on the ground and she's starting to stand up. She can't stand up on her own yet, but she kind of gets up in like a, she puts her butt in the air and her hands on the ground. And she's trying. That's pretty much as far as she gets. And she tries. And sometimes she puts like one hand up. It's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I noticed your friend Chrissy went over and like stood right behind her and like was ready to catch her if she started to tip or anything like that. And my first thought was to tell, to say, oh, don't worry about it. Like. She's wobbly. She falls. She gets up again. Mm-hmm. But then my second thought was, uh, don't say that out loud because if you say that and Chrissy moves away and then Ellie falls down and gets hurt, you're the one who just told Chrissy not to take care of, 
not to keep an eye on Ellie and how mm-hmm. terrible would you feel? But then I'm like, but what if Ellie, you know, she's so impressionable now. What if she starts to tip and Chrissy catches her and then she thinks she's going to be caught forever? Like all these random <laughs> thoughts. And You're like, this 30 seconds could determine what yes. Ellie talks about in therapy in like 30 years. Yeah. So I didn't know if there's like a rule about telling someone not to be so protective of your child. I don't know. I mean, I did. So you and Chrissy and Ellie haven't hung out before. I hung out with Chrissy and she is so nurturing. Like Chrissy is so nurturing it's as not, a friend. As a, no, that's exactly what it uh, is. Okay. Like she has a mom's heart. And apparently I don't, but she has a mom's heart and she's just there. Like, I think, you know what? I think I would do the same thing if it were someone else's small child. Not if because they, I know Ellie well enough to know how she'll react in that situation because I'm with her all the time. But you wouldn't do it in front of the mom. I might. Like you would go do something. because I don't think a guy would. I think it's a it's a woman thing. Did you mm-hmm. feel insulted as a mom? Did you see her? No, do of it? course not. I even said to her, I'm like, she'll be fine. Like you don't have to worry about her. Like I have one eye on her. Like she'll be good. And Chrissy was like, it's just, it's just me. It's just me. And I, I actually appreciate it. I'm not offended at all. I don't think she's thinking I'm a bad mom. I think it's just like her protective instinct. Hmm. I was perusing around the Rothy's website last weekend, looking for a new pair of shoes for fall. And I was so excited to see that for the third year in a row, Rothy's launched a fall collection of Merino wool styles. And seriously, nothing says fall like soft plush Merino wool. I fell in love with a gorgeous pair of Merino loafers that are almost a camel color brown and the accent around the edge is fluorescent yellow. They are incredibly cute and they're machine washable. I never wear socks with like the slip on flats and my constant gripe before I became a Rothy's customer was that I had to retire my flats after only a season or two of wearing them because they started to smell and they started falling apart. And with Rothy's, this has never been an issue because all of Rothy's shoes and bags are machine washable. When my shoes need a refresh, I throw them in the washer on a cold, delicate cycle. I let them air dry and they look like brand new shoes. When I buy a pair of Rothy's, I know I'm investing in a quality pair of shoes that can keep up with my lifestyle. To help you welcome fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That is right. They give us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new favorites today. One of my 2021 October Lucians, be more hydrated. Dehydration sneaks up on you. A lot of times you don't even realize that you're dehydrated. You just might have a little bit of a headache or a little bit of brain fog. One quick way to attack dehydration, liquid IV. I throw a stick of my favorite liquid IV flavor, that's lemon lime, in some water every single morning, drink it down, and I know that the liquid IV hydration is going to get into my bloodstream even faster. They've got the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium that's going to deliver water and nutrients right into my bloodstream. Tastes delicious, so convenient, and there is not one bad flavor. But like I said, lemon lime, my personal favorite. 
Grab your favorite liquid IV flavors nationwide at Walmart, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Fall and Halloween are seasons that naturally spark creativity from the costumes we pick to the recipes we bake and the decor that we put up. Let KiwiCo foster that natural creative thinking and channel it into hands-on fun for your kids. KiwiCo sends age-appropriate, hands-on science and art projects straight to your door. We got the Panda Crate for Ellie. And the thing that I really appreciate it most is the box comes with explanations from experts on why it's important for her development which is great as a new parent. And for my friends that are a little bit older, they'll get age appropriate science and art projects that they will love. I sent a crate to my best friend's son for his birthday. She said that he had such a blast working on his project with his family, and it was a really fun way to nurture his creativity at home. Scare up some fun this Halloween with KiwiCo. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code UPSIDE. Today's quote of the day. Learn from yesterday. Live for today. Hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is the patient in the game operation. He has a name. I miss that game. You know, I don't. That game is like the root of all of my adult anxiety. I swear. It is a stressful game, but it was a that was a fun game. And you know, when uh, I was on Star, our, I think our very first in studio guest was Dr. Sanjay Gupta. He had written a book or something and he came in and we brought the game operation in for him. Oh, did he do it? To see how he would do. Did he do it? Yeah, he crushed it, of course. Of course he did. He's a brain surgeon, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you know the name? I don't. It's a I know it's a boy. Cavity Sam. No. Um, my second random thing is That's such a gross name for some reason. I know. Baby porcupines are called Porky pets, Aww. which are really cute, I think. And my third random thing is bubble wrap was originally intended to be used as 3D wallpaper. So you would glue it. Ah, that would never survive. How could you ever pass it without popping it? I know. So that's probably the reason it didn't survive, at least in my mind, because I would be pushing that like all the time. I saw on Amazon a roll of bubble wrap sold as a stress reliever. Oh yeah. I believe that. Like it was, I think it was actually, I don't think it was a roll. I think it was like sheets of bubble wrap, a stress ball and something else. And it was like an anti-anxiety stress relieving thing. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. That's a, that's a bubble wrap company saying we're not moving as much. We're not, people aren't buying as much fragile stuff. So what else can we do with our bubble wrap wallpaper? Been there, done that. Didn't work. What else? And those are my three random things. You already know this if you're part of the Upside with Callie and Jeff community, but just to give it some credibility, the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology 
says that re- that keeping a gratitude journal makes you as happy as if your income doubled. Whoa. Yep. The secret to happiness is gratitude by taking time every single day to acknowledge what you have instead of what you want gives you the same brain rush as making more money. And it only takes a few minutes a day to keep a gratitude journal. You know this. We'll have our gratitude journals going on sale in about a month. But um, we are huge proponents of keeping a gratitude journal. It really does only take 60 seconds. Less. Less. You simply write down one thing that you're grateful for every single day. And it could be as insignificant as the view outside your window or notepads, or it could be as significant as the health of a loved one or, you know, having a life-saving surgery or whatever. But gratitude makes you happier. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. I got pictures yesterday from a small business owner who was doing some merchandise for us. And Jeff Dollar, tell everyone how amazing our upcoming merch is. Yeah, is this going to be like a limited run thing? Because I feel like this this stuff is going to fly off the shelf. You shelves. think so? I don't know. I, I didn't order a limited number. I ordered like, I don't know, a couple hundred, just not knowing how people would like them. And then I saw them, like the, she sent them to me after she finished printing them. And I was like, this is, this might be, I mean, I can't call it my best work because it's her best work, but this might be my best find ever of all time. They look incredible. I But well, I guess my question was, if it sells out, can... Can we do more? Can we do more uh-huh. quickly? Does yes. it take her long? Is it like a handcrafted thing or is it a... Well, she does them all, but she can do them and like turn them around in like a week or two, so. So when will this new merchandise go on sale? It should be shipped to port merchandise next week. And then it goes on the website. And then it goes on the website. Available to the advisory horde first. Yep. If you would like to join the advisory horde, just text the word horde to 800-434-5454. You guys, give that person a break with their resume. It's, It's a double and. That's not a huge mistake. I think you should give that person a chance if you really like their credentials and their resume. Um, Give a little grace. You never know what that person's going through, remember? Maybe this is their, like, 10,000 resume they've put out there. Just had to share. Have a good Monday, guys. Bye. As we head into the holiday season, we got to start thinking about all the stresses that come with the end of the year. We're talking about holiday shopping and holiday expenses. We're talking about encounters with family that you might only see once a year or situations at work or school. All of it adds up. Do you have somebody unbiased that you can talk to completely unfiltered? That is one of the greatest parts about therapy is there's somebody in your life who you can share everything with. They're not going to judge you and they're not going to be biased by relationships that you have or that a past that you have together. They're going to be able to give you unfiltered advice and unfiltered guidance.
BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might learn. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners are going to get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Upside. Hi, this is Bella and I just wanted to say I really like your guys' podcast. And I listen to it every day after school. And I just wanted to say, keep up the great work. And I love your guys' podcast. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Haley and Talking Rock. Um, You are now talking about pumpkin patches up in my neck of the woods. So, Bird's Pumpkin Farm is across from Amicalola Falls in Dawsonville. And that one's great. That's what we go to every year. But I think you might be talking about Yahoo Farms, which is off of 108 near Waleska. Um... I think they have, like, a little petting zoo. I might be wrong. I don't know. There are lots of cool stuff up here. You can't really go wrong, but I just thought I might help put a name to places you might be talking about. Anyway, bye. Hey, I'm listening to today's episode on October 4th, and Jeff, you drive me crazy. Why do you ask Kelly's opinion if you already have your mind made up? You want to tell the person in the resume? Just tell her. Don't ask Kelly's opinion. If you want Kelly's opinion or her judgment, then let her say it and don't say what you would do. Just let it be. You drive me crazy. It is Supreme Justice Kelly, not Kelly and Jeff. All right. Bye. I am calling about Jeff's podcast course. I took his course. I really had no idea. I almost didn't take it because I really wasn't sure. I didn't know. I thought I wanted to do a podcast, but I had no idea what to do it on. I was going to do it by myself. Um, So I took the course. As I was taking the course, the idea came to me. And then what I'm really grateful for is last night, because I'm in this stage right now, I went back and watched um, the video of the class about equipment. And it was awesome because I knew what I needed and it just was so easy to navigate. Ordered the mics and the headphones and I'm so excited to get started on this podcast. So if you're thinking about taking Jeff's class, but you you think, wow, I I have no clue what I even want to do a podcast on, but you want to do a podcast, take the class. I'm telling you. Awesome. Bye. You can't tell the human brain not to do something. What happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees. As opposed to follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's literally perspective. Perspective.